Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Hello, Brittany Bodie. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Sam? Good. I'm so glad to have you back with the, uh, me on the podcast and actually a guest. Every time I feel like we're together, it's just the two of us, but we actually have a guest today, which is I'm pumped about. I know. I think because we've grown our team, you know, it's important to us that they're on the podcast too. And so we rarely get to record together. And today's special for us because we get to have one of our franchise friends. So happy to be here for sure. I know. One of the things you and I were talking about was just reviewing new brands. And this is the time of year where we start to see newer things in the inventory, start to reevaluate numbers on things that have been out previously. And it's kind of a cool time to just get the opportunity to explore what's in the ether in franchising. And things are, are always changing and we're always reevaluating. But that's probably one of my favorite things that we do behind the scenes is learn about brands and learn about what's out there and, and what's up and coming. I love that part of our job too. You know, we are fortunate that we're a part of a larger network, so we have access to a pretty big portfolio. And then, you know, the network we're a part of, we get education opportunities, which is part of why we chose this network. And so we are joining webinars and next month we'll be in person together as a team in Texas and get to spend time with a lot of brands on that trip. So it is, it's one of my favorite elements of our job outside of working directly with our clients is just vetting brands. And we're seeing really exciting industries that we probably weren't talking about two years ago that people are very excited about brick and mortars back. We've said that a few times recently. And so it's just yeah. fun to continue to diversify what we get to show. And we've had some help in that. Um, one of our former colleagues has actually moved into a different role. Um, and he has been bringing us a ton of really cool brands that he's exploring. So I'm so excited to have Jesse Hudson, the vice president of Carpool by Franchise Fastlane, on our podcast today. Thanks for joining us, Jesse. Oh, it's my pleasure. We are so happy to have you. You've been on before, and it's exciting when I get to have a podcast with a friend. So, why don't you share with our listeners more about your background in the franchise space and what's led you to your role today? Absolutely. I like to say that I've been on every side of a franchise agreement. So um, I started my career uh, with an emerging franchisor. Um, I started my career with an emerging franchisor called The Exercise Coach. And I joined the corporate leadership team when they had four locations open. And so I was able to um, be the first employee on the corporate side with the founder and his wife, the co-founders, Brian and Jerry Ann Sagan. And he said, I'm going to franchise this concept. And I had never heard of, fran I'd heard of franchising, but I'd never worked in franchising. Um, and so I thought, hey, it'd be kind of cool in my late 20s to go to work for an entrepreneurial founder of a company and be part of the founding team. Um, and if it works great, and if it doesn't, you know, it was an experience, right? And then uh, as we started to grow the business uh, together, the first six years at Exercise Coach, I was both the franchise 
director, the salesperson, and the real estate guy. So um, I would help get people signed up for the franchise. And then I would also help them with site selection, lease negotiation, approving flooring and signage and the layout of the equipment and the studios and all that fun stuff. And I could do both of those roles because we were growing slowly kind of on purpose, right? We were adding maybe four to eight franchise openings a year. And a lot of you know younger brands go that, that route. And in 2017, we were opening, I think like our 36th, 37th location. And we realized opening five stores a year was going to take us way too long to get to national expansion. And so we uh, went out looking for a franchise development partner to help us grow our franchise. And that's how I got involved with Franchise Fastlane. Uh, During that time, my wife, Amy, and I opened our first uh, exercise coach studio. So I went from being on the franchisor side of the franchise agreement to also being a franchisee. Um, And then the third side of a franchise partnership agreement was working for uh, a franchise sales organization. So in 2018, um, I moved over to Franchise Fastlane when the exercise coach joined Fastlane's portfolio. And that's where I met Britt and eventually Sam. That seems like forever ago Mm -hmm. now. I mean, it, it really does. I actually, Facebook just gave me a memory yesterday of a story that you and I were doing however long ago um, in, at a conference, which apparently I think it was four or five years ago mm-hmm. yesterday. So, which seems like forever ago and also just yesterday all at the same time. So it, it's, we feel, we've known you for a long time and watching you grow too, just from the exercise coach, which you were such an expert in. And I always remember thinking that just how you knew everything about that brand when I first came on. Like, I don't think I'll ever understand a brand the way Jesse understands the exercise coach. And then now you're moving into this different role that's expanding outside of that. So can you tell us a little bit about what your role is now with Carpool and what is Carpool? Yeah, that's a great question. So once I joined Fastlane, um, I was exercise coach was the third brand. I was the third director. So Fastlane was a very small company at the time. Britt preceded me by a few months. Um, and so we would go to conferences with like three or four brands and three or four directors. And, um, and over the years as Fastlane grew very quickly, um, it became clear that we were building something at franchise Fastlane that could support more brands than were Fastlane level brands. So just in case your listeners don't know much about the FSO space, FSO stands for Franchise Sales Organization. And Franchise Fastlane is currently the largest franchise sales organization in the industry. There's several other very high quality groups that that do similar things, but we are the largest at this point. Um, and as we were growing, uh, Fastlane would talk to close to 200 brands a year. So right around 200, uh, give or take, uh, every year. And we'd sign on anywhere from eight to 10 of those brands typically in a year. And so we realized that there were a lot of brands that weren't quite ready for the fast lane effect for a franchise sales organization to go out and sell 40, 80, a hundred plus territories in a year, but they were really strong brands. They had good founders. They had good financials in their corporate locations, Maybe they didn't have any franchisees or just one or two. Uh, Maybe they didn't want to grow that fast. They wanted to grow a little more slowly in the beginning. Or maybe they were an established brand with a lot of locations 
that just needed help with franchise development. They didn't want to hand it over to somebody else to do for them. And so really carpool started sort of being talked about and wireframed even before COVID within Fastlane. I think 2019 is when they, we really started talking about it. And like many organizations, when COVID hit, Fastlane decided to focus on its fundamental business because nobody really knew what was going to happen. And so a, a lot of initiatives and innovations were were paused, which was the right you know strategic move. But once we got into 2021, 2022 and saw that the franchise world was still going strong, um, that's when they kind of dusted off the carpool um, infrastructure and ideas and started to go back into um, how do we build this out? And so what carpool is, um, very simply, is basically all of the fast lane systems, processes, marketing materials, technology, support, everything that a fast lane director has at his or her disposal to be a great franchise salesperson, all of that given to a franchisor, but they keep a franchise director or salesperson in-house. And that's just a much better fit for certain brands than handing it over to a franchise uh, sales organization to take over sales. And so what we're seeing with Carpool, and I, I don't want to pigeonhole the type of brands we can work with because I think it's pretty, um, it's pretty diverse. Emerging brands that are newer, that still have a very active founder. Um, and then, as I mentioned, some established brands with a lot of units that just want to do their own sales and control their own sales process, but they want coaching and, and teaching and support. And as you all know, my nickname at Fastlane uh, quickly became Coach Jesse. And that was in part um, because I was working on Exercise Coach, right? So that made sense. But also, everybody told me, you're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a mentor, you love helping other people learn and grow. And, and that's how I did franchise sales. I, I looked at my candidates as soon to be franchisees that needed the right mindset and understanding on how to be successful in their business. And so internally, the leadership team, I think, just saw that, that this program would be a good fit with my skill set and also my experience being a franchisor, being a three unit franchisee, um, being a, a high level director that moved a lot of units and took the stage a few times over the years. Um, I think just my unique combination of experiences and then my personality made this a really good fit. And so um, I started working on Carpool earlier in 23 um, and then officially became the VP of Carpool in September of 23. So we're recording this in January of 24. So I've been running the program for a little over four or five months now, and it's been just more than I expected. I, I'm loving the work. I'm loving the brand. It's a lot of fun. Um, I was telling you before we recorded the podcast that when you work on one brand as a director, as a salesperson, you talk about the same things over and over, which, you know, at some point can grow a little tiring. Um, but now I'm able to meet brands and in industries I've never thought of and help them solve unique challenges that they might have in terms of franchise development. Um, and, the, and the program is successful. We have um, most of our brands moving units consistently right now. And just to see the the smiles on the faces of the founders and their directors when they sell their first or second or third franchisee and they have two more coming out to confirmation day the next month. It's, it's, it's been rewarding in addition to being successful. It's just been rewarding to be part of their, their brand story as well. I think the business model is really special because not every brand is in a position to sell, you know, 50, a hundred plus units a year takes a lot of money to be a franchisor. You have to have the right support structure in place. And so one of the things that we really care about is if we're going to work with a brand, 
we want to make sure that they have the capital and the capacity to support their franchisees. That's important to us. So I love that Fastlane has now built an additional service for brands that for whatever reason, whether it's capital, whether it's leadership, whether it's just they want to grow slower to be able to give even more direct mm -hmm. attention to their Zs, there's a program for them. So it opens the door. For us as consultants, what we're excited about is we know that since you're driving the ship and supporting these brands and you're using the Fastlane process, that the brands are going to take great care of our clients. They're going to take them through a really well-detailed process to help our clients make a well-educated decision. Can you give us a little bit more insight into the coaching and the support that they receive? You gave us a high level, but... Tell us more about the value that you bring to your brands. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, a lot of people don't realize how big Franchise Fastlane is as an organization. If you're a consultant or um, another developer and you go to a conference, you might see 20 Fastlaners at a conference. But um, Franchise Fastlane as an organization has 94 employees currently. Um, 33 of those 94 employees are in back office support or leadership positions. Um, our corporate office in Omaha is a, a large office with lots of uh, people working there every day. Um, we have uh, a full support team who does nothing but respond to consultant leads. So when you send one of your valuable clients over to a carpool or fast lane brand, you get a response on territory checks or a response very, very quickly. We have a wholesale support team that books calls for the directors and make sure that the directors have support on um, managing that candidate pipeline. We have a full marketing team that builds out the carpool brands marketing materials to the Fastlane standards. So when they're onboarding, when we're onboarding a new brand, we're building out all of their materials, all of their, uh, we help them with their consultant portals, making sure that, um, you know, all the consultant groups that we work with have the right information in the portals. Um, territory checks, organic lead, uh, organic lead qualifications. So if somebody just reaches out to our brand, not through a trusted partner, but, but just for on the website, um, calling those leads back and making sure that they get connected with the right person. So what they're getting is basically Fastlane's infrastructure, uh, support technology and systems. And then they're getting coaching uh, from me. And eventually we will be bringing on additional carpool coaches. Right now, we don't have a separate carpool coach role in the program, but we're looking to make a higher um, Q1 of this year. And our goal is to have potentially somebody who already knows the Fastlane way be able to move into a carpool coaching role so that they can coach those founders and directors on the Fastlane process. And so the coaching is what happens after onboarding. So there's like an eight-week onboarding where we build everything out for them. Then we have an eight-week what's called master coaching. And so I have an eight-week curriculum that we go through. And each week is a different topic, a deep dive into how to handle your CRM, how to handle mapping, how to handle presentations, um, how to handle when candidates want to talk about the franchise agreement addendums and negotiating addendums, all these things. We have, we have an eight-week master coaching after eight weeks of onboarding. And then we have ongoing coaching. I talk to all my brands at least twice a month, even after they've been launched and they're fully you know, up and running. Um, in addition to that, we have a masterclass once a month 
where all of our brands get to come together. Um, I'll lead the curriculum or sometimes we'll bring uh, in other people within the industry to help us uh, teach us some things. We had a funding masterclass at the end of last year brought to us by Fran Fund, which is one of the partners that, that we work with. And so they were able to hear from an expert in funding and uh, ask questions to a funding expert. So we're really kind of giving them access to the best of the best back office systems, marketing materials, support, technology, uh, coaching and even vendors and, and partners in, in the business to give them that sort of franchising MBA that you get when you become part of Fastlane. We want our brands to have that same level uh, of support. Just the other day, I got a I got a text over the Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, I took the week off. I got a text from one of our partner brands who had a, a candidate who came back from confirmation day and had some questions. And he really wanted to talk through them with me. And I said, hey, I'm off this week, but I can grab 30 minutes this morning and talk to you if you're free. And we talked through that. And I just got a message two days ago that they closed that deal and that they were able to work through those issues with that candidate. And just having the ability to have somebody who's been there before. I don't know if I've seen everything, but I've probably seen almost everything um, in, in, yeah, in what can happen, right? Um, and, 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 and not just me, but I will go to other Fastlane directors. If we have a brand in Fastlane that's similar to a carpool brand and the carpool brand is dealing with an issue with how to position it with a candidate, I'll text or call a director at Fastlane and say, hey, can you give me five minutes and tell me how you guys have have, have seen this? And so you're not getting all of the Fastlane team uh, necessarily, but you're getting access to people who've learned a lot over the years. And I think that that's just super valuable. I believe that even without the coaching, just the infrastructure alone is makes this program worth it. But then when you add on top of that, the coaching and then the relationships that they're building with other emerging brands, they're now becoming friends with each other through these masterclass calls and through going to conferences together. And now they feel like they have some cohorts that are kind of walking the same path. And so there's that community learning that goes along with the direct one-on-one -on -one coaching that we provide as well. That is really more than I even recognized that you guys were doing it. And I know we've had some conversations on this. I love that you're doing that eight-week masterclass on how to do things and what to expect. Because I think mm -hmm. so many times when brands are coming in, and, and, and I saw this on the director level working at Franchise Fastlane, a lot of times these brands would come in and founders know everything about their brand, right? Mm -hmm. They're so proud of it and they're they're really just excited to have people interested in it. And sometimes that makes them make wrong decisions because mm -hmm. they're like, I'm going to, oh, this person seems great. And they're just asking me for a few addendums. And then later on, it's like, well, now we have a few hundred addendums to the FDD. <laughs> so here we go. But Jesse... When you think about these brands, they're, you guys are offering them so much by being in carpool. What is the criteria for them mm -hmm. to be able to join? What does that look like from your standpoint when you're vetting these brands? Sure. And I'll give you a few of them. We have a whole process where we kind of walk through and help brands evaluate, you know, if it's a good fit um, for them and for us. But... We have a we have a series of, of necessities and then we have a series of niceties, things that are, we really need to make sure that they have and then things that would be nice to have. Right. Um, and, and that's kind of how we think about it. And we're somewhat flexible because no two brands are alike. Um, franchising is a world of standardization, but every brand is, is a little different. Um, I would say the most important factors 
when a carpool, when a brand is considering carpool. Number one, do you have a founder that's committed to growth? And I know that sounds kind of funny, like, well, who would talk to a franchise sales organization and not be committed to growth? But that means the financial resources and the willingness and ability for the founder to either be the front-facing developer or to bring somebody in that role. So it's really important because we want to make sure that they're in it to you know, award units and, and grow and do a good job with your clients and, and consultant leads and organic leads. Um, so that's number one. Number two, we want to see strong financials. Um, item seven, item 19, for those of you in listening new to franchising, item seven is startup costs. We want to make sure it's it's a reasonable startup cost. Uh, item 19 is where you can see financial outcomes and performance metrics like revenues, expenses, et cetera. We want to make sure that the franchisor is willing to share those numbers so that candidates can build a financial model. Obviously, we want to make sure that the investment is worth the return. So we look at those things. Um, a willingness to to join some of the top uh, franchise consultant networks in the space. Um, uh they're flexible on how much they they how many groups they join and how many conferences they travel to. They can sort of uh, pick and choose a little bit on that, but we do have uh, recommendations uh, for where they should start with that. Um, if they have franchisees, we do call the franchisees and see if if validation is strong. Some of them don't have any franchisees yet; they're just a corporate location with a really strong founder, and we will work with them. In fact, one of our um, brands that we're working with now that has had the best success in the last six months is a super dedicated founder who didn't have any franchisees when they started. And they now have signed on uh, six new franchisees in the last seven or eight months. So not having franchisees is not disqualifying for carpool. And so that also opens us up to, to those things as well. Um, what we aren't looking for, uh, we do have a program and a system. We have certain technologies you have to use. We have certain systems and processes you have to use. And so we want somebody that's partner oriented, that's willing to 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 adhere to the carpool fast lane processes and systems. Um, and then I would just say, do they have the grit and drive to own the results of their work, right? Because we're not selling for them. That's the biggest difference between fast lane and carpool. We're not selling for them. They're selling for themselves. And so those are some of the most important things that we look for um, in carpool brands. It's a little bit more flexible than maybe a Fastlane uh, evaluation criteria. I also know that we may have carpool brands that transition to Fastlane. We had a Fastlane brand transition to carpool for really good reasons. They sold a bunch of units and they opened a bunch of locations and they just wanted to take over development, but they didn't want to lose the systems and processes that they had. So um, it's not just emerging brands, but those are the ones that we're seeing more often right now. Um, and it, it's a program where what I tell our brand partners is we're going to teach you how to do it the fast lane way, but you're going to own that learning and that knowledge. Um, and that's really the value proposition that sets carpool apart from, uh, the fast lane system. When we're recruiting brands, uh, our brand recruiter, um, shares both paths. We have two options. And we're the only group that has a second option like carpool because we're the only group that has the systems and the processes and the technology. So it is a one of a kind approach right now. I just got off of a brand call an hour and a half ago with a brand that's considering carpool. And they shared with us that they're still talking to two other organizations. Um, but they said, look, your 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 program is just completely different than theirs. And there's a lot of reasons why we, we like your program. There's nothing we haven't found anything else like it where 
you're coaching and teaching us and we're able to run with it with your support. So to bring a first of its kind program to the industry and then to be able to help some of these early franchisors is really the, the passion and the heartbeat of the carpool. You can tell that you have a lot of passion about it. And I think you have to. I mean, it's why we all call you Coach Jesse, because you have so much passion and wanting to help people succeed, wanting to help brands succeed. So you truly are the perfect fit for it. When we talk about brands, other than like the criteria that you just mentioned, you know, are there only certain industries or certain investment sizes that you look at? What is some of that criteria? When you look at all different industries, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, we'll look at a lot of different industries. Um, that's kind of one of the fun things about the program is I've learned about industries that I hadn't ever looked at before. Um, so we have brick and mortar, we have service, we're looking at mobile concepts, we're looking at concepts with inventory, without inventory, um, investment ranges right now in the carpool range from under 100,000 uh, up to maybe 500,000 plus for uh, a few of our brands. Um, so we're willing to evaluate um, a, a, a wider range of opportunities. I think when you look at the investment level, it needs to make sense for the return potential. So you can have a low investment brand that isn't a great opportunity because it doesn't have good return potential. You can have a high investment brand that has great potential because it has good return. So kind of looking at it holistically like that. Um, some of the trends in the franchise space that I'm sure you're aware of, home service has been very strong in recent years. So we continue to see interest there. Brick and mortar is back. I think we talked about that um, a couple times uh, earlier in the, the podcast or even beforehand. We have some brick and mortar health, wellness, beauty, fitness brands that are very strong right now. Um, you know, that category kind of slowed down for obvious reasons in 2020, 2021. That's definitely back. So there's a lot of emerging brands in that space. Um, wellness, proactive wellness is big right now. So we have a couple brands in that space. Um, so we are aware of the trends. Um, and we want to make sure that that our brand portfolio, want to make sure our brand portfolio has something for everybody in it. Um, and, and that's really important to us. Um, the other thing about, you know, having 25 brands in Fastlane, that our classic Fastlane has 25 brands currently, we, we also get to see trends in the industry and, and things that, that are important. And so we take all that learning and pour it back into, into those brands. I would also say, is the founder going to support the franchisees? Like, and that's more of a gut thing than something you can read in an FDD. Um, when we meet the founders, when we meet their team, do we feel like that they're going to show well, not only show well, but actually perform well on the other side of the franchise agreement? And so our carpool partners also have access to um, recommended vendors. Fastlane has recommended vendors in a bunch of operational categories, not required, but recommended. And our carpool brands have the same access to those vendors. So things like payroll, real estate, marketing, um, we have vendors that they can also talk to and, and make sure that they're getting in front of the people that they're going to need to rely on as they grow that business. So to answer your question, it's a, it's a fairly wide criteria. We do look at investment. We look at return. We look at the FDD number of franchisees. And then it's, are these founders prepared to invest the time and the capital and make the right decisions in the next year or two to bring on the right team members and vendors to fulfill the promises that they're making to their franchisees, which is to build a world-class support system. And while that's not in carpool scope, um, I do have founders ask me, hey, 
for onboarding, what's best practices here or for this, what's best practices there? And we can uh, refer them to other brands in our inventory that have gone through those same things or, or vendor partners that can help with that as well. That's really insightful. And I love all the different areas that you guys are covering, all the different things that you're able to do. And I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do in the future. I know you can't give us any glimpses about what's coming down the pipeline, but we're always watching and we're always really excited to see what you guys do. Now, Jesse, as Coach Jesse, I imagine you give a lot of great advice. I know you give a lot of great advice. You've given me some fantastic advice. But I also know that you probably received some great advice. So we asked two questions at the end of every podcast. The first one is, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? And this can be work, this can be personal, but give us your best piece of advice that you've ever received or that you want to give to others. I forgot you asked this question. That's a hard one because there's so (laughs) many. We don't put it in the notes. Um, No, you don't. And I was on your podcast before on a different topic and I forgot this part. Um, You can clip this part. No. Um, (laughs) This actually applies to business. It applies to marriage. It applies to parenting. Um, One thing that I'm big on is if two people agree on if, if, if you're in a business partnership or a marriage or you're parenting, communicate and understand what both parties want and make it an us versus a, a, a we. I, I see too often in franchising corporate versus franchisee, right? Um, in a marriage, me versus my spouse, you know, I want this and he or she wants that. And I think so many issues can be resolved by just saying, what do we want? How do we want to move forward in this, in this uh, relationship or in this business? So the, the biggest piece of advice I got is, There aren't necessarily rules on how you should do something in business. I mean, there's obviously like morality, making sure you're doing things ethically, but you have to agree all parties and all stakeholders have to agree that what the path is. And if you don't have alignment, if you don't have clear alignment with the stakeholders, you need to stop and wait until you do. And so I'm big on communication. If there's an issue, uh, talk about it. Um, I I heard a a quote from a, a, a counselor that has a YouTube channel that I follow um, conflict delayed is conflict delayed is conflict amplified. Um, and so if there's going to be an issue, let's say, Hey, I think there might be an issue. Let's talk about this and and let's resolve it. Um, and so I, I feel like so many things that I see that kind of slow organizations down, whether it's a franchise or whatever are things that could have been avoided if, if there was a little bit more forethought. So what I would say is the best piece of advice I've ever gotten is make sure you're in alignment and agreement before adding momentum to something before going and doing something, make sure everybody's on the same page. And then I guess the second piece of advice, and I'll kind of two for one on this is if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to do it, do it and get it done and don't stop. Um, Too many people start and then get nervous and fall back and don't give their best. If you're going to open a business, get it to profitability and whatever that means, just do it. If you're going to start a franchise, if you're going to get into franchise development or sales, if you're going to get into franchise consulting, just if you're going to do it, do it. You guys went out there and started FranPath and you've become one of the top groups in the industry in a very short period of time because you said you were going to do it and then you did it. And um, that's the winner mentality. And I think a lot of people are sitting back and waiting for things to happen for them or for things to work out. And they don't take that 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 direct uh, sort of control. So 
get alignment with whoever you're talking with. Make sure you talk through any issues before they become big issues. And then when you agree on a path, get it done. Whatever you need to do, get it done. And that's what we're seeing with these brands at Carpool that are moving units that are getting deals done, even though they're small brands, new brands that nobody ever heard of. I like to think we're helping a lot, but they also have the right DNA in, internally to have the right conversations and to make sure that they're investing in, in those ways of moving their brand forward and we're able to celebrate their success together. I love that advice, really good advice. And, you know, as you think about your brands and how it relates for them and you just think about all that you've been able to achieve, what you've been able to achieve in your businesses with your wife and with your brand and with your carpool brands, what keeps coming back for more? What is your personal compelling reason for being in the franchise space and sticking with it? What do you love about it? What's your why here? I am very entrepreneurial. Um, Fastlane has 94 employees. It's currently the largest company I've ever worked for. And every time we hire a new person, it is now also the largest company I've ever worked for outside of the coffee shop chain I worked for in college. But so I've always been entrepreneurial. So I just, I just love new business. I love business. I love numbers and models and, and marketing and how do we make this better? And I just, I've loved it. Um, my grandfather was an entrepreneur his whole life, both of them, but one of them I was really close with. And I just thought it'd be really cool to be a business owner. I thought that'd be like the best thing you could be as a business owner. And so I've always been entrepreneurial. And so the franchise world gives you more than enough business things to talk about and learn about and research. And, you know, the rooms we're in and franchising founders that grow 500 unit brands and sell the private equity. And you get a chance to have breakfast with them at a conference and learn. So there's that element of franchising that I just can never see myself not involved in because I'm surrounded by like-minded people. I have a really strong, and sometimes this gets me in trouble in my, my family and my marriage and even in business, I have a really strong desire to make sure things get done right. And so um, it's one of those things where if I can help somebody avoid a mistake or make a better choice, even if it doesn't really benefit me, I just get a ton of like joy out of that. I really do. Just a ton of joy out of that. Um, and so if I can help a, a fellow Fastlaner learn how to do a presentation better, or if I can help a brand learn how to avoid a mistake with, you know, some decision that they're making, I'm just thrilled. I mean, I'm not going to say I would do this for free because I wouldn't, but it, it's pretty close. Um, and so, so I just really like figuring out problems, solving puzzles. And sometimes I overshare what I think people should do. And so if I ever do that to you out there, please tell me, hey, your, your advice is not needed. But, um, <laughs> but that's going back to that Coach Jesse mentality. So I'm, not, I'm entrepreneurial. Um, I, I almost like it when there's problems. If everything's going well, I get kind of bored. So, hey, let's solve some things together. Um, and then I just want to be around business owners. I, I like them. I like how they think. I like how they, how they evaluate the world. And so the franchise world is just like a perfect little place for me. And, and this role has been a really good um, kind of move in my career to allow me to then use that other side of it, which is helping people uh, make better decisions, avoid mistakes. Um, that's really the passion. And for brands in the carpool, they want to own their results. They want to own their sales and results, but they do want that guidance and that support. And I think that's why this has been such a fun role for me in just a short period of time. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. I love all of this. 
you're really good at what you do personally and professionally. And we're just so lucky to know you. And thanks for coming on today. My pleasure. I'll do this anytime. You guys know that. And um, by the way, thank you so much for being for putting this out, uh, the content you put out and the thoughtfulness behind your podcast and the way you work with your clients. It's just a plus professional. Um, and so I, I, I love being associated with both of you and Fran Path and the whole group and um, would love to help support you guys anyway in the future as well. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm -hmm.